Fifth Line, Mike Todd here, in arena host for your Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Subjectively Speaking Podcast. And now, here's Jeremy Paul and Laura Norman. What is up, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Subjectively Speaking. My name is Jeremy. And I'm Laura. And we are, like, face-to-face looking at each other. This is the first time we've ever recorded the podcast at a table. I'm looking at you in the eyes, even though you're only staring at the microphone. (laughs) You're only... I'm sorry. I'm, like, amazed that we have such a fancy microphone that we can't actually be in the same room, because before, even if we were in the same house, we couldn't be in the same room to record, because it sounded funny, so... And now it's probably just gonna sound loud, because you and I are excited. Yes, and I keep leaning towards the mic further and further, because I have no control over myself right now. I know, I'm watching the audio waves come, and you can tell when Laura's talking, when I'm talking, so I keep moving the microphone a little bit closer to my body. Our (laughs) listeners should not be unfamiliar with the fact that I am louder in the recordings than you are. This is true. So. This is true. Well, welcome on in, everybody. It is opening day as we record this. Don't know if you're... Don't know if you're listening on opening day. If you're not, that's okay, because we've got a couple of days worth of Blue Jackets content coming your way uh, with not only opening night against the Arizona Coyotes, I still want to call them the Phoenix Coyotes. It's been a decade, I think. I don't know. It's been a long time. Um, And then, of course, welcoming the newly minted Seattle Kraken to Nationwide Arena on Saturday. But we have so much to talk about. We have a captain. We have a captain, friend. In case you were curious, uh, CBJ now stands for Captain Boone Jenner. Boone Jenner was officially named the seventh ever captain in franchise history for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Alongside will be alternate captains Zach Wierenski, Oliver Bjorkstrand, and Gus Nyquist. Now, has the team said anything? Because I like you are much better at paying attention to this stuff than I am. Um, but have they said anything about like how that rotation is going to work? Obviously, in the past, you had Nick Foligno as the captain. You had three alternates, Cam and Seth rotated um, home and away. Do we know who the permanent? I have not seen anything I about who if they're going to rotate two of them. I will say the most popular option based on uh, social media comments, is that Zach permanently wears the A and Oliver and Gus rotate back and forth between home and away games. So we shall see, I guess, tonight or someone will tell us um, (laughs) that we missed a whole press conference or someone talked about it. But um, no, I'm, I'm very excited for this leadership team. I was very excited that my gut instinct that Boone would eventually be the captain came true. Yeah, and I mean, it's funny because I think Blue Jackets fans for the last, you know, handful of years always said, you know, Boone is going to be a captain of this team at some point. And you began to wonder a little bit, like, with Nick being around for so long, um, and, you know, with Boone coming up on what would have been this his last year of his contract before signing an extension, if that ever would be a reality. And obviously signs a four-year extension, and we can probably presume that barring a very emotional, a very emotional trade, that Boone Jenner is going to be the the Blue Jackets captain for presumably the next five years. Um, and so, uh, very exciting news out of out of Blue Jackets world this week. Uh, it'll be fun to hear Greg Murray say, "And your captain Boone Jenner," and then the whole full nationwide arena. Just yelling Boone, which will undoubtedly send just goosebumps everywhere, because 
this is a big moment. Brad Larson talked about it in his press conference, saying that they were in no rush to name a captain. Um, they had a lot of conversations about it, and every single conversation came up Boone. There was no doubt that his dedication to this team, to this city, the way he has stepped up since the departure of so many veteran players, Nick, Cam, Seth, Savard, like... Boone has really come into his own and he's ready to take on the challenge. And it was so exciting to see like the NHL world sort of gather around this excitement too, to have Boone be named captain. And um, it's a big, big deal for our alternate captains too. This is a leadership core that has been working its way. Obviously Zach signing his big deal, Oliver signing a big extension and Gus coming back after a years long injury. Um, They're ready to go. They are. They are, and I'm so excited, and Laura, tonight is the starting starting of the season, it's opening night, and do you know who's playing opening night? Elvis Nurse Lincoln. No, I was going to say Max Stone, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. We can talk about Max first. So. And first, okay, no, because I know where you're bringing this up, and I'm sorry I'm yelling, yeah, so screaming. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're going to bring it up that I need to apologize to Max. And I'm not going to apologize to Max because I don't think I should apologize for agreeing with medical professionals in saying that he would be out. But can I tell you something? Four to six months. It's not an apology that he is superhuman and has recovered miraculously on his own. But also, do you wonder, because I know I do and I just love the drama, were we gaslighting the Seattle Kraken? I think so. Like, we're, like... Like, let's be real. Like, were we gaslighting Seattle Kraken? Was Max Domi always going to be ready for opening night? But the entire, the entirety of the Blue Jackets organization was like, let's leave him unprotected and let's tell everybody that he's a broken man and he's going to be a broken man until at least December. Um, you know how mythical I think Yarmo is as a person. I do. And so I would not be surprised if somewhere in his Batcave... He was like, you know what would be hilarious is if we convinced the whole hockey community that Max is broken and will be broken for a large amount of the beginning part of the season. I hope that's an episode of Behind the Battle. If you haven't watched any of the Behind the Battles yet, Uh. (laughs) well, I say any as if there's more than one, but like the first one was absolutely brutal in every way. I cried so much. Yes. It was, it was a lot. Like, right. Like obviously like you all were there for the off season. Like you all know what happened. Like no spoiler alerts but on this show. But to see it all put together like in a 20 minute package. And then of course to leave. I know someone in Blue Jackets land is like, you know, what's really going to make Laura just cry endless amounts of tears is to leave it on the cliffhanger of the text message that Yarmo received about Cam's trade to Philadelphia And I just... From the owner. From the owner of the Flyers. No. Oh, no. From the the owner of the Blue Jackets. John McConnell. Yeah, John P. McConnell. And I... But no, if you haven't watched the first episode, um, please do. The production team did such... I mean, it's got 30 for 30 quality of, like, what hellscape we have been what i've watched some 30 for 30s okay come on laura <laughs> that just like caught me off, off i am a female voice in sports media i have got to en- educate myself um anyway but 
to put together the pieces and to have people be able to see who aren't maybe directly Blue Jackets fans or were only like sporadically co- like following along with this hellscape journey that we have gone on in the off season. Um, it's just so good. Like it's true. And I'm not just saying that as a Blue Jackets fan or as someone who owns a business based on this team, it was just so good. Like if you're not enthralled by that first 20 minute episode, you don't have a pulse. So <laughs> yeah, it was so good. And I, it's the kind of thing, right. That I think we talk about a lot of like, this team needs to do a lot more to market itself, and this team needs to do a lot more to market the players and the personalities of it. I mean, I think, like, we all view, like, people like Garma Kekalainen as, like, this very stoic, like, very emotionless um, person, and you watch that, you watch the Behind the Battle, and it's like, oh, he's funny. Like, he's, like, some of the things he's saying, like, all this kind of stuff. I was, like, the John Davidson bit where he's, like, where they're talking about trading Seth Jones, and they know that the deal is done, but John Davidson's, like, I have a spot at ESPN on, at 7.30. Like, what do I do if this isn't done yet? And Yarma was, like, you walk up to the mic, you say, my name is John Davidson. I'm from Nova British... Scotia. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's like so funny. I have so many children. I love the color blue. Um, and long walks on the beach. Yes. Or just the leading up to finding out what number we were going to pick in the draft. Like, Yarmo basically, like, holding his breath at every, like, at basically eight, seven, and six before they announced us at five. And then they're like, oh, fuck. At yeah. Five. <laughs> and then they're like, come on, you couldn't have gotten us to four. Um,. But, and to see the behind the scenes of the decision to go for um, the picks that we went, we, that we went for, because that was not known, you know, kind of really by anyone. And just the excitement that they've had for Cole Sillinger since moments before we found out we could draft him. Yeah, so. I mean, you get the impression that that was probably the quickest pick of the first round where like it was you know blue jackets are on the clock the pick is in because i mean <laughs> from starting around like pick eight you know you get this clip of 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 yarmo like and and his team just waiting in bated breath hoping hoping that teams like the coyotes and the senators didn't didn't announce that cole cylinder was their pick he wasn't their pick and now cole cylinder is starting his first nhl hockey game with the columbus blue jackets on this thursday opening night against the arizona coyotes so. and we will get right back to talking about cole cylinder's debut in just a second but another week of the nfl season means another shot to win big at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl new customers can bet just one dollar on any nfl game and win a hundred dollars in free bets if either team scores a point the last zero zero tie in the nfl was in 1943 so i'd say that this one it's a no-brainer if Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, throw down $1 on any NFL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So fun to watch this all come kind of full circle and kind of be able to talk about it a little bit. 
there is one blue jacket that's not making his debut tonight and it's caused a little bit of a stink in on Twitter and that is um, Igor Chinakov, uh, who is scratched for tonight along with Emil Bemstrom. I think he's gonna play on Saturday. I do too. I hope so at least. I think they're gonna swap out swap out unless Gregory Hoffman has an incredible night tonight. I think they will swap out Greg Hoffman because they've been playing on the same line in practice. So I think they'll swap swap him out on Saturday and Igor will get his chance against the Kraken, which will be crazy. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun to watch. And I think, at least that's my hope too, I think you and I have talked about it a lot off air where it's like, I really just hope that Igor Chinakov doesn't turn into like this guy who just is on the fourth line because like they want him to play in Columbus, but like there's not really a spot for him in the top nine right now. So that's the only thing I fear a little bit. But at the end of the day, like being able to see him make an NHL debut, and if it doesn't work out, being able to put him back in Cleveland and play meaningful minutes, like that's awesome too. Uh, so we will see how that develops. Um, of course, a lot of excitement going into tonight. A lot of new. I'm just so, like I can't even put into words how excited I am for this weekend. It's like about as beautiful of a Blue Jackets hockey weekend as it could be. Did you see the a, the finalized 80s on the ice? I did. I did see that. They're so pretty. They are really nice. Um, yeah, and the Blue Jackets tweeting out that 80s always got Elvis's back, so I thought that that was really cool as well. Uh, tonight's going to be emotional, like, and I think, like, uh, but it's going to be, like, a celebration, too, I think, in a lot of ways, and I'm really excited for that. Uh, and it's, it's celebrating a lot, right? Like, of course, it's, like, celebrating the life of Matisse, but then also it's, like, celebrating this new era of Blue Jackets hockey, and I think you have to be excited about it if you're a Blue Jackets fan. I really do, and and this is coming from somebody who's been around to watch the years of, like, absolute suckage and recognizing that there's a small potential that maybe this year and, and maybe even next year could be, you know, relative doses of suckage. Maybe not. Maybe not. Like, we've talked about last week, or on Monday's episode, like, I think this team is better than people say it is, mm-hmm. but... And we're not the only ones saying that. I mean, national... Elliot Friedman. You know, yeah, hockey reporters are saying the same thing. I mean, no one's being like, we're headed straight for the cup, y'all. But I think we are greatly being underestimated, which is usual. This is a Blue Jackets thing. Like, it's it's an Ohio sports team thing. Like... We are just universally underestimated, and, you know, fingers crossed, we just live up to a little bit, but if not, at least let's be a contender to be a hard team to play against, and, like, make the other teams work for it. Is it better, in your opinion, to be overrated or underrated? Underrated. I I agree. I agree full-heartedly, because I would rather be underrated and fly under the radar and do well than be a team that everybody talks about being great and then Uh. shit the bed. Also known as the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like, that's not an overrated team. But in a sense, like, the way that they lost so big to Pittsburgh in their home opener banner ceremony night the other night, like. Yeah, that team has got a lot of, like, that team is going to have to, like, figure some stuff out with some of the, like, losses that they've had. Um, but that team's really good still. Like, that team is I still understand really that they're good, but. When I think of overrated in the NHL, and this is going to be, like, the hot take segment, I guess, <laughs> but, like, when I think of talking about teams that I think are going to be overrated this year, I think of the way that people are talking about, like, the Boston Bruins. Like, I don't think that they're going to be as good as people say they are. You know, I got a couple of them on my fantasy team. Hey, you know <laughs> what? I don't think the Carolina Hurricanes are going to be as good as people say they're going to be. Um, I re- like, I don't know. I, I look at teams... 
that people think are gonna like make their like triumphant like rise to the top the new york rangers for example like absolutely shit the bed and tom wilson was okay with it like all of his so comments many alternate captains <laughs> oh well yeah of course but like even on top of that you've got you know this team whose like identity is completely different like intentionally right like so it'll be interesting to see how they play so we'll see we'll see um strange things have happened yeah in years past so really you know we could be looking at a stanley cup final with the vancouver canucks and the coyotes like it's just actually we can't they're in the same division so sorry i was somewhat in last year where they were not in the same division i still wish that was a thing though i still wish that that was like i think the canadian teams were tired of playing each other no i don't necessarily mean during the regular season but i do wish that like when we got down to like the last four what you would call like the conference finals i wish that it was one of those things where you take the four teams that are there and you rank them one to four based on their win percentage Mm. during the season their points percentage and then one plays four two plays three and if that means that you know it's a situation where you know let's say the columbus blue jackets and the tampa bay lightning play each other in a stanley cup final like that's the kind of stuff like that to me is it just sounds so good like i i don't think my blood pressure could take that situation i don't think your blood pressure takes a lot of situations when it comes to the columbus blue jackets i think your blood pressure is gonna be really high tonight when we're playing a team that's supposed to be in the cellar of the league and then we're supposed to be like bottom 10 i think i think you're gonna (laughs) you're walking into the nice game like it's game seven of the stanley cup final and we're going into overtime (laughs) true that's very true i know that about you i'm mainly just gonna yell things about not hurting elvis so and i'll yell at our own team to not do that to him if they're sucking yeah. He doesn't deserve that. You'll hear that a lot. Yeah. I, From it, Section 207. There's no way, though, that, like, I I think the Blue Jackets are going to beat the Coyotes tonight. I, I think they'll... Do not put this energy out into the world about Saturday that you did in our own personal conversation. No, I mean, like, I will say it. Like, I'll bring it up as fact, though, right? Like, I, I don't know when people are going to listen to this, right? It might be on Friday, and maybe this is going to be, like, a moot segment, and you want to hit the little fast-forward 30 seconds button, and that's fine. But it is interesting to consider. It's a trivia question that I don't think anybody wants to be the answer to. But somebody has to lose the Seattle Kraken first. And we're playing the Seattle Kraken in their third game of the season. So if they lose to Nashville, the Blue Jackets very well could end up being a trivia question answer. Isn't it enough that when someone asks the question is, who did Alexander Ovechkin score his first goal against, that it's us? I'm okay. Isn't that enough? <laughs> I will, I will, first of all, I think it was his first two goals. I think he scored twice in that Whatever. game. Whatever. Before I was a fan. But isn't that enough? But I have to say, like, but to me, though, that's fun. Like, I don't know. Like, that's, like, that, that stat is fun, right? Let like, the Predators be Seattle's first win. I don't know. I hate the Predators. Sorry, Steven, but I hate them. <laughs> when, did, when did that happen? I don't, I've never liked the Predators. When did that start? I don't know. It's Why? a very strong feeling that I have. Wait, they, they haven't heard. Like, if you would have been a fan, like, from the jump, like, I could get it. Because we used to be in the same division as the Predators, mm-hmm. and the Predators used to shit on us. Like, it used to be not even, like, worth watching. You knew that the Blue Jackets were going to lose to the Predators. And this was even before the Predators were the Predators, and they were, like, really good. So I would understand back then, but mm-hmm. for you, like, the Blue Jackets have really, like, I don't want to say had Nashville's number, but, like, they've definitely been more successful over Nashville in the last, you know, five years than they had been before then, so. No, I genuinely do not like the Predators. Okay. All right. 
I just, I really don't like yellow teams either. So like, I think I would argue that the Predators might be like my third favorite team, like second or third favorite team. Yeah, I understand, but yeah. Plus yeah. Nashville hockey in Nashville, that's so fun. I'm not saying I wouldn't go to a game in Nashville, and I'm not saying I don't love Nashville. I just don't like the Predators. Isn't Tim McGraw the one that does their goal song? Is that Tim McGraw's song? The I like I think, it, I love yes. it. That's so cool. It's on my country music playlist. It is so cool that they have, like, the don't know what it is about the Predators scoring, but I like it. I love it. That's so good. Yeah, it's adorable. Still hate them. <laughs> Can't win them all. I tried. Um, but, yeah, I think it could be. <laughs> I don't know. This is a small part of me. Here's my proposition. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. If the Blue Jackets beat the Kraken, I will buy a Kraken away jersey. You're going to buy a Kraken away jersey anyway. I was anyway. Say, do you know what the other proposition is? <laughs> if, the cra- a if the Kraken win, if the Kraken win, I will still buy a Kraken away jersey. Those are beautiful. Yeah, their away jerseys are beautiful, but so are their home jerseys. Oh, yeah. There's no there's no going wrong with either of them. I just think I like the contrast of the blue on the white more than I like. I know that it would be totally against brand, but if we ever do go to a game in Seattle, I might cheer for Seattle when we're there. <laughs> Wait, who are they playing? Us. Oh my! Oh my God! I love you, Blue Jackets. You know you're Wait. tattooed on my body, but like, have Wait. you seen their jerseys? Wait a fucking minute! Wait, so we're just out here sacrificing years of fandom and the business that we started for together for one day for a jersey for a day for a jersey. <laughs> I just, I just want to make sure I'm hearing that right. Like, I just want to make sure that I'm understanding understanding where you're at um so laura will be leaving the podcast and uh we are taking applications for new co-hosts so not true he could not find anyone as funny as me this is true this is true so oh my god you're not gonna cheer for them saturday though right no okay all right we'll be at home it was painful enough for me to bring my boss and my dear friend ariel to a game I'm totally kidding. Penguins. I would never go to a Blue Jackets game and cheer for another team. <laughs> um, I just really love their jerseys. This is my shout out to Kelly that I do every time we talk about something like this, where she literally wore a Philadelphia Flyers jersey to a Blue Jackets Flyers game because it was a Steve Mason jersey. Um, yeah, I love Cam Atkinson so much, but fuck that shit. Okay, <laughs> okay Kelly, so she's coming for you. She's coming for you. I love you, girl. I'm sorry. Um, but, but yeah. Oh my God, taking her to that game, it was. The most, it was so fun to watch that game against the Penguins during the preseason until we started losing. And then it got insufferable. <laughs> because, listen, she was cheering as she should, but I was just like, I don't know who brought her. I don't know who brought her. <laughs> You're like, I don't know why she's sitting next to me. <laughs> I don't know this woman. I'm afraid of confrontation, so like, there would be no way that I would ever do anything like that. I'm a very passive away fan. Like, I'm a very passive away fan. Like, sometimes I even got... We, Kelly and I went to... Uh, it was the last season of uh, Joe Louis Arena in Detroit. Mm. And so Kelly and I went up to a Blue Jackets game, uh, obviously against the Red Wings. I don't know where I was going with that. But <laughs> There's some other team playing. Yeah, I don't know. It was a neutral site game. <laughs> and, uh, and so... <laughs> We're, like, winning most of the game, and then Detroit ties it. We go into overtime. And there's just, like, Seth Jones, like, hacksaws somebody's stick. Like, it's the most blatant slash I've ever seen in my entire life. But they don't call it. Like, they don't call it. And it's three-on-three overtime, so you've got 
three on two because this one guy just doesn't have a stick and so the Blue Jackets break out. They go and they score and they win the game on that play and Kelly and I both cheer and then we're like, oh shit, we gotta go because like, that was like terrible and like every time somebody would say something to us, we're like, it was a slash, we get it, we get it, we're sorry, we're sorry, like we didn't. Like we he's didn't, the worst. <laughs> we didn't make the call, like it wasn't us and so, um, so yeah, we got out of that arena quick because that was bad but most other experiences that we've had, we went to uh, Capitals game. It was actually the game that the Blue Jackets could have made it 17 games in a row, their winning streak. And we lost 5 to nothing. And no no away fan is going to be, like, who am I to be an asshole in that situation, right? Like, I'm getting shit on if, I, if, I'm, the, if I'm the asshole. And so that was pretty passive. But let me tell you that going to PBG Paints Arena for game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs in, like, 2014? No. Might have been 2016. I don't really know. It was the year before we played the Capitals. So it would have been 17. Yes. And, oh my god, this little, like, child came up and just flipped me off. I said, oh, sweet god. <laughs> I was like, what is this? And that was that was a lot. But, yeah, we're good away fans. I feel like you're going to be a good one. Yeah, because we've got plans to go to other arenas this season, and I have no intention of... Um, yelling at anyone or have anyone yell at me so fair because i'm afraid of people but (laughs) oh gosh well hopefully you're not too afraid of people because we're getting ready to go down to the arena i'm gonna go check out uh a little we've got the march to nationwide arena the union blue soldiers kind of organizing that and the team making it happen so really excited for that we're gonna go drink some blue beer yeah, I'm interested. Someone posted a picture, though, of one that they had poured this morning, and it wasn't blue. Yeah, it had a little bit of a of a tint to it, but we're just hoping that it's the top of the keg, and, yeah. and once you get through the keg, it's going to start to get really vibrant, so I'm really excited to try it. Um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. This weekend's going to be really good. We're also doing one of our other favorite pastimes. Oh, yeah, we're getting a, we're getting a <laughs> Wizard of Zaw pizza. getting a Wizard of Zaw pizza <laughs> to celebrate. To celebrate opening day. So yes, shout out to Spencer. Uh, we're very excited. I'm not excited about having to do a outfit change halfway through. Yeah, happy October, folks. It's 85 fucking degrees. It's so hot. <laughs> like, I can't just wear a t-shirt inside the arena. I will freeze to death. But I don't want to cover up the back of my kivvy shirt because respect. And so, outfit changed halfway through. Frickin' plaza party, because Ohio doesn't know what month, what it, month is. it is. Oh, I'm so excited to drink a lot of beer at this game. You know how to drive home from the arena, right? I do. Okay. I do know how to drive home <laughs> from the arena. Um, Good to know, because you might be. That's okay. You've had a week. I have not, so. I know. It's paid vacation time, though. We love, we love that, because... Woo! We love paid vacation time. Um, but yeah, so we're so excited to see so many fifth liners. This will be, you know, I put it on my own personal Facebook, but you know, this will be the first time in, you know, since the NHL canceled the 2019 uh, 2020 season, this will be the most normally we've experienced hockey. Um, in almost two years. So this is exciting. It's the first, right, you know, home opener or season opener that we've gone to that 
has had fans in it for two years, so, um, and they're doing it as close to normal as possible. They're still doing the blue carpet, but it'll be, um, from the back of the building and on TV so that people don't touch the players, so positives to that, and, you know, everyone mask up. Hopefully a good majority of you are vaccinated so that we can have a nice, lovely, safe time. Um, (laughs) Pandemic check. Yeah, still happening. Mm -hmm, Um, So, uh, yeah, what else is on your radar as we go into this one? I think think both of us are just super eager to to publish this episode and get in the car and head down to the Schwide and and watch the Blue Jackets take on the Coyotes. But do you have anything else going on on your... I mean, shout out to the Blue Jackets um, marketing and digital content team. You are doing a killer job. Oh, yeah. We're big fans. And we just, you know, you do so much of the behind the scenes. And you're just really helping to make this a super hyped experience for everyone. Um, I'm going to do a poor attempt at doing a vlog for our experience today that will eventually come out. It'll probably be terrible, but we're going to try. Um, I have faith in you. (laughs) But other than that, we're just excited. We're excited to see, like I said, so many members of the fifth line. Um, if you see us out and about at the games this weekend, please say hi. We would love to say hi and see listeners. Um, so yeah, I'm just excited. You and me both, friend. Well, if people aren't going to find us at the game, they have to find us somewhere. They do. Um, and they can uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SubjectivelyPod. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook at Subjectively Speaking. Um, keep an eye out because uh, we're, like, having contests and stuff. Um And we'll potentially be giving away some tickets throughout the season, like we are today. Hashtag catch the bug, baby. For the home opener. Um, And, yeah, and you can also, if you want some cool, fun stuff to wear to the arena for games that you're going to, go to our merch store, subjectivelyspeaking.threadless.com. We're going to have some fun new merch dropping very, very soon um, for this <laughs> for this secret thing that we keep hinting about but are still trying to put together um that will be a big deal when it does happen um but so yeah and rate review and subscribe wherever you are listening to us um we love the little jump in ratings that we got this week so thank you so much for that and yeah let's get the season started Let's go Jackets, baby. Well, we will see you all at Nationwide Arena tonight. Take care of yourselves and have fun, and we will talk to you soon. Bye.